like some people don't really understand what an NFT is. They think it's the same thing as an IP. I'll just start by saying it is absolutely not. It's not the same thing, but we're going to get into that a little in a little bit. NFTs are the hottest thing right now in the art world, in the digital art world, and people are making so much money. Some people are saying the industry is going to crash at some point soon. Some people are just seeing how it's growing and there's a lot of money being made. So we're going to talk about intellectual property. But before we get into that, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. It really pushes this video out in the algorithm and encourages me to make more videos. This video is brought to you by Brand Video Pro. We help brands increase their influence and sales online. So if you need help in that regard, click the link down below. We've got a lot of stuff that we can help you with. All right, let's begin. First of all, let's start by answering the most common question. What is an NFT? Well, an NFT is a non-fungible token. What does that mean? Non-fungible. It means that it is a digital certificate registered by the blockchain. What the What is the blockchain? The blockchain sort of like calculates numbers and it's valid, it's accurate, and it's available for everyone to see. Um, so yeah, digital, digital certificate registered by the blockchain that proves ownership of said certificate. That certificate represents a digital asset, right? That is what NFT technology is. Um, so let's just explain. So like, let's say I have a piece of art. Let's say I take a picture of me right now, right? There's a photo of me and I can mint it as an NFT. And therefore there's a, it generates a certificate that says, you know, that this is owned by me. Then I put it in a marketplace, I sell it, and then someone else owns this photo of me. So that's an example of that. Now, people think that because you have this NFT, it's the same thing as an IP. And like I said earlier, it is absolutely not. They're two completely separate things. All you have when you own an NFT is the certificate that proves ownership of that photo. So what you own is the certificate, not the photo. Other than that, more specifically, the difference between NFT and IP is so is the fact that the blockchain technology, specifically like crypto, it's all unregulated, right? It's not regulated. But IP, intellectual property law, it is regulated by governments around the world. We're going to talk about the difference between um, intellectual property in the U.S. government and break down like what you as an influencer, as a creator should do when you're creating, when you're minting your NFT, some of the processes you should go through to ensure that you both own the IP number one, which is so important. So automatically anything that you create yourself, you own that IP, right? All intellectual property is property, but all property is not intellectual property. Obviously like a house is property. That's not intellectual property, right? But all intellectual property is property. So that's the first point. Second point is that there are two types of property. There is real property, which is like land, etc. Then there is personal property, which is there's tangible under under personal property is tangible property and intangible property. So I have a light that's shining on me or this computer right here. This is my property, right? This is my tangible property. But something that's intangible is say music, my writings, my NFT art, my digital art, 
That is all intangible property. So one thing that people get confused about, and this is such an important thing, is that ownership of property is not the same thing as your ability to sell or license it out. So let me explain this deeply. Like, let's say I buy a painting, right? I own this physical painting. Once I own this painting, I all I have the rights to do is to enjoy and display it, but not public display, right? Because you need specific rights to be able to display it publicly. If you don't own the intellectual property, ownership of a painting is separate from intellectual property ownership, right? So if I purchase a painting, I don't own the intellectual property of that painting. All I do is I own the actual painting. And that's the same thing as an NFT. When you purchase an NFT, you don't own the intellectual property. You don't own the intellectual property of that NFT. You just own the actual property, the, the art. Same thing. So these two rights are separate and distinct. Ownership of intellectual property is separate and distinct from ownership of property, right? So what is intellectual property? Like I said earlier, you as like once you've created something, you automatically own the intellectual property. You can also purchase the intellectual property of something from someone else, right? That's another thing that you can do. So let's understand copyright as a bundle, right? Like let's understand copyright rights, the rights that you have, right? So there are different types of rights that you get with copyright, right? So there's uh, reproduction rights, uh, the right to adapt, the right to distribute copies, the right to publicly display, the right to publicly perform. And with music, they have like synchronization rights, right? So like if you like want to take a, a piece of music and you put it in a content that you want to sell and you're like, you're, you're singing to the tune of this, of the song, those like something like, like you're you have to pay for that specific rights the synchronization or if you edit your video to the tune of a song you have to pay for those rights those are separate rights from just like displaying it right so why is this important this is just to further illustrate the fact that like there's so many different types of rights so just because you own a painting you only own the right to enjoy and display privately but you don't own the rights to do all these other things that I mentioned. You can't adapt it, distribute, you can't publicly display it, etc. because you don't own those rights, right? So then with property rights, you know, there's a right to use and enjoy. There's that, like my computer right here, I have the right to use and enjoy, but I don't have the right to recreate this computer this, <laughs> and then go and resell this computer. I don't have those rights. You know, if I steal the exact everything including the apple logo of this computer if i steal this whole thing i don't have the rights to do that that would be fraud right there's also the rights to so property rights could include the right to use and enjoy the right to exclude prevent access and exploit monetization disney does this a lot right they buy the rights of like let's say like they they have uh they have a movie and it's similar to some writer that's writing something. They'll go ahead and purchase, you know, maybe the right to exclude of that thing. And they'll purchase, they'll probably purchase the entire IP so that they can ensure that that, that content never is released, right? 
So the right to exclude, prevent access um, and exploit to prevent the uh, exploitation of a product, which means like exploit actually means to monetize, right? Um, And then there's intellectual property rights under property, right? So intellectual property is a right under property, right? So again, having the right to use and enjoy is not the same thing as having the right to copy nor to distribute, etc. It's a completely different rights. Another thing to think about is when, you know, there's a piece of artwork and it's in a movie, right? You don't have the rights to display uh, a piece of artwork that you didn't paint. Unless you painted that artwork, fine. But if that painting, if you don't own the intellectual property of that painting, you do not, you do not have the rights to display it in a movie. And the thing is, like, just as when you're filming people in a movie, if they are unrecognizable, you can still use them. But if they're recognizable, you need to get permission from those people. It's the same thing with paintings, right? If the painting is recognizable and visible in the in your movie, then you need the rights. But if it's not, well, then you can get away with it. But if I was making a movie, I would make sure that I have rights to do everything before I include it in the movie because like just the hassle when you're trying to sell the movie and there are issues with like, oh, well, do you own that painting? Do you have the rights to display that painting? It could just set you back, right? So it's better to ensure when you're making a movie that everything, all your ducks in a row are in a row and you own everything that's displayed. So then there's another conversation about the public domain, right? After a certain amount of time, work is just available to the general public. And so what that means is when an artist creates the work, right? It, they own the intellectual property of that work for the entirety of their life. And then their, and whoever inherits that right owns the intellectual property for 70 years after the person's of the creator's death, 70 years after the creator's death. And once that has happened, then it goes into the public domain and every and anyone can use it freely. Now, considering that uh, film... I mean, the film industry is a very young industry. It's like about a hundred years old. We we haven't. I mean, we probably haven't seen many films that have been available in the public domain yet. But we've seen it with music. We've seen it with art. We've seen it with all sorts of things. Like Vincent Van Gogh's art um, can be displayed easily, or you know, Mozart's uh, music can be displayed anywhere because it's in the public domain and available to everyone. So this is a very important part of this video and it's probably the biggest takeaway that everyone should pay attention to. If you create any kind of content, any kind of art, any kind of thing and you monetize that content that you create, you absolutely have to register the copyright. You have to register it um, because here's why, here's why, right? Even though like whenever you make something you automatically own the intellectual property you can't sue anyone for using your work if you haven't registered it in the copyright office right so that's a big one so let's say you make this beautiful art and if you haven't registered that piece that work well someone can use it and you can't sue them so you could go all up and down dancing about how you own the stuff but did you register it? And this is one of those things that like, it doesn't matter until it matters, right? (laughs) Like you don't even think about it until it matters and you lose a crazy amount of money. Then you'll learn that you should do this. 
So one thing that, you know, is said that people should do when they're minting their NFTs is as you're doing that, register it at copyright.gov. That's copyright.gov, not copyright.com. Very different website. And all you have to pay is like $55. So you should add that into your system, into your process for minting content. So you're paying about $100 for well, when you're minting stuff um, for, you know, all those gas fees is about $100. Then in addition to that, $55 to ensure that you own the copyright and that's registered so that if anyone steals this content, well, you can sue them. And that's a big one. That's a big one. Um, another thing is that... Uh, if you haven't already registered your work, you have about three months from the moment that you publish your work to ensure that you have you get this these rights. If not, well, then you have other things like statutory damages and attorney fees. Basically, you would automatically get paid statutory damages if somebody steals your copyright. If you've already registered your product, you'd get paid that. But and, and these statutory damages can be a substantial amount of money. Like sometimes it could be as low, it could be super low, it could be as high as like $100,000 when it's really offensive and really obvious, right? And you get that automatically just because you've registered your copyright. So you would lose so much money if you don't register your copyright and somebody steals your work. So register your copyright. And you have three months to do that to ensure that you get those rights you get those you know valuable rights you know so make sure you do that so this is just an, an additional way to just get paid right additional ways to get paid so there here are so just to finish off this video i'm going to talk about some things that you should look out for when you're purchasing an nft or when you're um, minting your nft creating your nft and you're putting it on these marketplaces the first thing is ensure that you read and you fully understand the terms of this uh, the terms and services of each marketplace or the marketplace that you want to display your work on because that's where they could get you and that's where they could get you so you have to really get a lawyer dive into that really understand that and make sure that you are aligned as a creator with that because people can really manipulate manipulate you and I've made videos about how creators get manipulated time and time again. So you have to ensure that you do that and then you agree with those uh, those terms and service terms of services. Another thing is to ensure that you actually have the rights to mint an NFT. If you did not create it, how do you have the rights to do it? No, but do you have permission from the creator to do it? Well, there there you go. So there are a few things that you have to do. So like if you created it, yes, you have the right to do that. Are you licensed to use it? Do you have the license from the creator of it to use it? Then that's fine. And then there's also the area of fair use. Like let's say it's a collage or something and you're manipulating the work in such a way that like it really is not the same as the original. Then, okay, there's room for that, but it's so specific and it's so like different that like, I would get legal advice if you're making collages i would get legal advice about fair use if what you're making is in the realm of fair use um, because you can run into some problems with copyright issues in that regard and then finally when it comes to music um so when it comes to music there are two separate rights with music there's the composition of music and that's the music and the lyrics and then there's the sound recording right so the, the composition of the music is like the 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 
engineering, the music itself, the produce, the production of the music, as well as the lyrics. So the songwriting, all of that, that's under composition. Then there's the recording, sound recording, and, and, and that's a performance of the composition. Um, and those are the two separate rights that are attached to music. So um, so many ways that for you to monetize as a musician. Um, that's what you need to know about NFTs and intellectual property. Just to conclude, no, they are not the same thing. So do not assume that they are the same thing. There aren't. And the most important takeaway, if you take away anything from, from this video, is to ensure that you register your copyright for any piece of work that you create and you plan to monetize. Register it at copyright.gov or whatever country you're in. Go find out where you can register your copyright to ensure that you maintain ownership. Anyway, that's those are my two cents. I hope this video was helpful to you. Please don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. My name is Kenem and see you next time. A peace.